0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Find Way podcast with Dusty. Uh, thanks for tuning into this episode. Uh, this particular episode is going to go into uh, something a little bit shocking uh, that I looked over. and It's a post that I'm going to put up and I wanted to share and just kind of go into it because I really believe it, it deals with the common misconception of I need 1,200 calories to lose weight or I need 1,500 calories to lose weight. I fell for that, I guess, gimmick, industry standard, uh, whatever, Where if that was documented somewhere. I somehow believed it, and I've been on so many diets where I had 1,200 calories, I saw an initial weight loss because, of course, I'm having so few calories, but my body did what it does best and protected me and started uh, plateauing and stalling and the weight wasn't really moving, or I was building up this huge binge, Moments, because there was so much restriction, and so um, it, it was something I struggled with for so many years. And that's something that I've really come to understand is that the body needs to release weight, but in a way that it feels comfortable. It, it sounds so bad. We've got to make the body feel comfortable to lose weight. And it's like, what? Well, I've had so many conversations with my body. Like, don't you know that this is hurting us? So, don't you want to just like get rid of it for me? And so it's uh, it's an ongoing. Conversation that I had for many, 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 many years. But, you know, in going through this process and, and really trying to understand the body, my health, how to lose weight, how to maintain it, and go through all that, there's something pretty shocking that I came across recently and that I'm going to put up um, as a post. And you'll probably hear this before it goes up or right after it goes up. But when I was 534 pounds, if I... Did little exercise and had a desk job at 534 pounds. I could have 3,800 calories and lose 0.5 pounds per week. 0.5 pounds per week. So, 52 weeks in a year, I would lose 26 pounds in a year. Uh, That doesn't seem like too much, but if you're, say, really going the slow route and don't want it to be too much of a huge impact. Thirty-eight hundred calories. That's shocking to me. In fact, maintaining my weight at five hundred and thirty-four pounds, forty-one hundred calories, forty-one. So, an average meal would be about four or five hundred calories. And so, I could have—and well, put me on the spot here—like eight meals, eight meals at five hundred calories. I could have eight meals and still maintain my weight. I had 4,100 calories at 534 pounds. The reason I was gaining weight, the reason I was in the, uh, having a problem, is because I was having 13,000 calories a day. I mean, that, that was the issue. I was having too many calories, that's why I was gaining weight. Well, it was just very alarming to me, or it is very alarming, that there's just such this standard out there that you need to be on a 1,200, 1,500, 1,800 calorie diet. Now, that might be your number depending on your height, depending on your weight, depending on the job that you work, and depending on your activity level, like going to the gym and getting active. That might be your number, but that was, for me, that was the universal number. 1,800, cal- oh, I'm having 1,800 calories. Oh, okay, well, where'd you get that? I, I saw it online to lose weight. You know, uh, 1,800 calories is, is what I need to, to lose weight. And I believe that for so many years, I've uh, 25 plus years believed that and I don't know where I didn't like come across and I think that's uh, and I shared something on a a story on you know somebody said hey shut up already you you've lost weight and and I get that comment sometimes that I'm constantly posting before and afters and stuff like that and it's not for hey look I lost weight but I'm really trying to put some sort of context of motivation and inspiration that depending on the post that I put, it might relate with somebody on the journey so that it inspires them and motivates them. And so when I come across something like um, that, the, the the amount of calories that I could have at 534 pounds to lose 0.5, all of, the, all of this knowledge is all what I'm trying to put out there. Like everything that I do is based on, okay, what would 534 pound Dusty need to turn it around? Because I had to go to the extreme in order to, you know, combat my food addiction. I had a doctor telling me I was close to dying for for me to turn around. So what what can I do to save like what would I do to save the prior me and help that person? And everything that you see on Instagram, on social media is from that is me crying out to the past, this is what would have helped and if along the way it helps somebody else that's where i'm very very grateful and that's why i do what i do and i share where i share is that it, it's first helping what could have helped the prior me and what potentially hopefully helps somebody now but in all that understanding that at 4100 calories i could just maintain my weights at um 3800 calories i could still lose weight it's alarming to think that I was so on a 1800 calorie, okay, that's all I can have, I would initially lose weight and then I wouldn't lose weight because I would go on these binge episodes of just binging every all kinds of restriction that I had. My appetite and hunger was out of control. My body stopped losing weight, so I would get frustrated. I would go back to old eating habits because I was frustrating. I was doing such a drastic diet, and I was like, well, I'm doing this drastic diet. I'm not seeing the effects of it anymore, so what's the point of me being on it? Again and again, that vicious cycle of just again and again. And so the knowledge now to know that I can have this particular amount when I was at 534 pounds and still lose weight is like, man, like, could i have you 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 have a bunch of thoughts and you can't change the past and i can't do anything about what's happened before but i can try to share to try to help the the past me um understand that you know there is a lot of knowledge that it takes to really move forward and so on your particular journey you know understanding okay what's your height what's your weight what's your activity level do you have a desk job? Do you work at Starbucks? Where, where do you do? Are you a stay-at-home mom? Do you um, are around the house a little bit more? What is your figure per day? What is your number per day? Do you want to lose a pound, two pounds? So I, I would say, honestly, two pounds a week is about safe, but that might be oh, easy. That might be too much uh, for your body. I mean, I say one to two pounds a week is typically pretty average. And so if you're putting that in, on a weekly average, how many calories can you have? I mean, at the end of the day, calorie deficiency is the foundation. I've spoke about this before. Calorie deficiency is the foundation. So if you knew all these things. Now, me now, going to the gym uh, four to six times a week, uh, my height, my weights, the desk job that I have now, I, I work from home a little bit more versus uh, being out in the field like I was before. Um, my number now to maintain is about 27 to 2800 calories to maintain because of my height, because of my weight, because of my activity level. Now that will fluctuate depending on the workout that I do, but I understand why I went through the influx of weights and why this scales up. I completely understand because I had more calories than I could have in a given day. And it's not that I was binging or diving into things that I that I typically don't have on plan, but I was having stuff on plan, but I was at a calorie surplus. And it was because I was waking up earlier. Uh, I had a big three-hour window. Sleep deprivation has a lot to do with hormones. Hormones lead to um, uh, cravings, hunger. Uh, that satiation feeling goes away when hormones are out of control. That's why um, my wife often talks about when she's... Um, When it's that time of the month, she's like got this insane appetite. Hormones have a lot to do with that. And so we have to know that calorie surplus, even if you're eating the right stuff, can still lead you to gain weight. And that's what happened to me. And so now I'm trying to get that back under control. I've moved uh, to the South and uh, that's a two hour difference. So I still wake up early, but I go to the gym, Um, but I'm not eating in the morning anymore. I am now... um, going to the gym, I'm doing like a fasted cardio uh, to the gym, and then I don't typically eat until, say, 9, 9.30 a.m. my time, but I do sometimes eat late, so that's where I've got a big window of eating, so is, and it's something I've been looking into, but I've been very hesitant, I'll tell you why, Um, because I don't want it to be a diet mentality for me, I want to do something for the better of my health. And I've really been looking into intermittent fasting for health and not losing weights, um, but for health and, and giving your digestive system, giving my gut that the rest that it needs to process and do what it does and, and not con- continually feed it to, process what I'm intaking, but giving it some time to rest. I'm really been looking into that and it's not something I've committed to. But I think when we finally make our move to Clarksville, it might be something I look into a little bit more and do a, a process of uh, intermittent fasting and kind of see if that provides some good uh, health benefits, gives my gut a rest and, and a, a good um, digestive rest. But um, it, it's something to look into. So wherever you are in the journey, get, know your numbers, got to know your numbers. I think I can say that about pretty much everything. Know your numbers. If you're paying rent, if you got bills to pay, you gotta know your numbers or you're gonna go in debt. You gotta know your numbers when it comes to your health. You've got to know your numbers or you're going to go in debt. So I uh, hope this encouraged you on the journey. Um, Thank you again for listening to this podcast. I want to say a special thank you to all the monthly supporters. You can always support this podcast through a 99 cent, 499 or 9.99 a month uh, subscription. It's pretty much just something that automatically comes out on a monthly basis. So for those of you who already signed up for that, thank you for supporting this podcast. I'm hoping to continue. I'm bringing good um, content and good topics to discuss. Now, something that is going to change and something I'm going to introduce is I'm actually going to introduce these 15-minute podcasts like I'm doing now, but I'm actually going to have guests on. I'm going to have guests that have experienced some success or are in the middle of their journey, and I'm just going to simply ask them one universal question. How'd you start? And get all the details on how they started and actually do a series simply titled, How Did You Start? And that's it. That's all. Don't tell me your end game, your middle game. Don't say, anything else, maybe you can come on later for tell me how you're maintaining or how you're doing something else. But I want to go over the different stories of how someone started the journey and then go on to eventually how people are maintaining. How are you overcoming? Um, I want to get what we're all dealing with, but I want to get multiple voices for what we're facing. So that way we can come to some commonality on some issues that we face and find some sort of uh, open door or some uh, understanding on how to get better and how to um, overcome the uh, the things that we struggle with. So, thank you again for listening to the Find a Way podcast with Dusty. I will talk to you in the next episode. Take care.